Ah, welcome back to the Boys Watch Charmed. And we have our very first ever special guest today, special don't we, Alex? guest alert. Pam, 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 pam. Will Gibb is not here. Why? I've got no fucking idea. I think he was moving house or he was just sucking some dude's dick. He's full of lies. We have a very special guest. Uh, everyone, please welcome, put your hands together for the very lovely, very funny, very talented Miss Rebecca Charlwood. Yo, she's in. Hi, from all the way across the hole. Yep. I toddled in <laughs> here and I'm so excited to be in the other room uh, on the pod, guys. Pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to have you. Always a pleasure. Because normally you're downstairs and yes. just randomly hearing someone yell dick. Oh, yeah. Hearing you guys having the best time. And um, look, I'm respectful. I'm like, hey, that you've got your own podcast, The Ladies Gun to Do Cinema. You have sneaky, fun on there. Sneaky. Let Edit that sneaky. out, Sam. Edit yeah. that out. <laughs> Let the boys have their moment. Let them shine. Uh, and now it's my time to shine, and I'm real excited to Straight be up. here. You're doing a great job. Um, so as uh, the, our replacement, Will... Wait, before we actually get into this, should we? do you want to say how your week's been? Anything notable? Uh, just, fuck. I mean, not really. I mean, overall, like it was just kind of like a shitty week mm-hmm. with gigs and stuff. And some of them were good. And we went to, um, you and I went to the beach on Australia day. Not cause we were celebrating. No, we just, we got lost and ended up there. We ended up there. We were walking the to the March and somehow ended up at Bondi beach. <laughs> That's yeah. weird. Cause both of you have sunburnt in your back. The words, uh, not your country. <laughs> I don't know how that, that got about? there. Yeah, I but it, I, I spelt it without the O. I'm a serial monogamist. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, and then fucking we, because we, you and I, we're doing like sexy 2022 because mm. we've been working out and trying to exercise more. So we did a run first and then went yeah. into the water. We did the shortest run of all time. We did the shortest run of all well, time. That like, felt like the longest. Dude, it was still 1600 meters. Like it wasn't tiny. Yeah, but you but altogether it was like fifteen minutes. Yeah, but we were running with our mate Mike, who's fucking ripped. Yeah, fuck that. I'll tell you what, I feel bad because like I messaged him beforehand and I was like, hey Mike, me and Sam will be running, so if you want to come, uh make sure you bring your shoes if you feel like seeing the back of me for fifteen minutes. <laughs> That's oh, what dear. I told him. And then he was just way out in front for all the run. But to be fair, Bronte's the hilliest place that you can run. And I think we yeah. did well. Bronte yeah, dude, we ran the whole way there. Mm. And then, you know, we might have we, you know, some would call it a walk, but I call it a, a meditative jog. Yep, I agree with that. But hey, then that's we... all right. Sexy, sexy, twenty-two. You got to, you know, know your boundaries as well. That's also sexy. Exactly, yeah. and we know our personal limits. Yep, and nothing's hotter than that. And then I should have known that that evening because then we fucking we went to Magic Mike Comedy. Oh yeah. And I opened and I was so exhausted and I just fucking ate a big dick. It's and okay. I, I also ate a big dick that night. It was an off night, eh? People My were big weird. Dick. Hello. She's Beck Charwood. Hey, legend, uh, welcome to Beck Charwood. There we are. Yeah, no, we we both ate. I I think a, a significant amount of us ate a couple dicks that night. Yeah. Be- obviously, Becky Lucas was a fucking standout. Yeah, Becky nailed it. Becky nailed it. Steph Broadbridge nailed it. Mm. Actually, the ladies fucking were the saving grace of the show. Yeah. That was Alex's first point when I picked him up. He got the guy and he was like, oh, it's so unfair. They hated all the boys and just loved all the girls. And I was like, Oh, that must be Look. so hard for you. Okay, the listeners know me by I now. I speak imagine. with a lot more nuance than that. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I was. It did take me a moment to be like, oh yeah, I guess I'll just take the other hundred thousand nights that I did. Okay, maybe I should just be okay with that. But instead, I was like, no, nah. I was fucking. Because also, the fucking you remember the front row? Yes, dude, you didn't see this, but the front row when I was on, 
one of the girls left to go to the bathroom, came back, started laughing while her friends hated me, started laughing, and then her friends hit her and was like, yeah. Oh shit! It was like a concerted. It was so fucking weird. I was like, "Oh, you guys just want me to feel weird." Oh, that's yeah, that is odd. That's so yeah. shitty. That's fucked up. But mind you, I got one of the. They threw out one of the meanest heckles I've ever had, and it made me laugh so hard because I was, was doing it? that. Well, see, I'm doing this bit at the moment about chickens. Oh my god! <laughs> and it's I'm refusing to let it go. I've tried it three times. It hasn't really worked, but it's, it will work. It will work. I believe in the concept and the premise. I think it's really fucking tight. But then I get to the end of the bit, realize I haven't figured out how to finish it, and go like, oh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm gonna just keep talking until we all laugh. <laughs> and then one of the girls down the front just just goes, "Please don't." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was one of the biggest laughs I got on stage all night. I was like, "All right, I'm uh, I'm out of here." Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go spend another day trying not to kill myself. All right, Woo! good night. And then she was like, "Don't." <laughs> she yeah. was like, "Don't." Yeah, she was the hero of the story the entire yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that was a. But that was that. That's last time I saw you. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Wednesday. And uh, since then, it's been Beck's birthday, everybody. Oh, my God, it thank has. you. I was like, he's taking his time to bring it up. Um, <laughs> yep, it's been a birthday. Do you want to bring up anything? How was your week? Um, It was good. I will bring up, I was invited to the beach, mm-hmm. um, but I turned it down because you were like, we're going for a run. And I was like, I'm not doing that. And you're like, why not? I was like, I'm not running on the beach for free. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not giving everybody a show. Okay, for nothing. All right. True. <laughs> See, that's also important. You need to know your value. Yes. And respect that. And that's also part of sexy twenty twenty. We're all doing sexy twenty twenty two. I'll tell you what else is sexy. Episode fourteen. <laughs> Let's talk about how goddamn sexy this episode was. <laughs> it, it was. Uh, uh, Rebecca, can you get up the IMDb for uh, episode fourteen? Yeah. Finally, do something. Yeah, I can. All right. Hey. No, this is All part right. of the job of replacing with Will. You do the IMDb things, and during the podcast, you do very sexually explicit riffs that go nowhere. Okay, yeah. great. I can absolutely nail that. It's like okay. I've been practicing my whole life. <laughs> um, should I do this as the impression of Will Gibbs? Oh, yeah. Oh, please. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Secrets and guys. Like, what does that even mean? Like, what is that? Like, is that secret? Like, what is it? Secrets in pies? Like, what's the original... Thing. Hey, that's not even close to Will Gibb, Ben. Okay, sorry. Uh, I hope he doesn't listen to To be to fair, this. actually, he takes this portion of the podcast he, very this seriously. This is the only part he oh, takes seriously. Okay. Yeah, no, he's actually very good at this. <clears throat> All right, okay, sorry, sorry. Prue and Phoebe received plea from... <laughs> Are you serious? I can't do it. Hold on, I'll just do it, mate. Um, Prue and Phoebe receive a plea for help from a young kidnapped victim while Piper is surprised by the unexpected return of her love, Leo. All nice. right, okay. Yeah. First impressions. Actually, before we do this, we should, so just so everyone knows, how familiar are you with the Charmed Universe and all, I of, all of that? I have seen about three episodes that I've watched with you, mm-hmm. uh, and that's pretty much it. And every single mm. episode I watched, I'm like, how is this so popular? <laughs> yeah. And this was no exception. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's your first, you're like, yeah. Yeah, I had about 12 questions throughout this episode because mm. I really needed some help with filling in the plot points. Right. <laughs> yeah, see, I think it's interesting to have you here because like we have started ranking the show based of what the show's already provided to us. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like in terms of the 14 episodes, this one was all right. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't nearly one of the best, 
but it was I was fine with it. You know what I mean? I actually thought this episode was awesome. Wow. Yeah, I fucking I really liked this episode. Say more. And I think all well, I, I bloody will. Should we get into it? <laughs> Let's get into it. Okay, so Charm season one, episode fourteen, opens with this family. Right, they're in the house. It's this African American family, and then out of nowhere, these burglars burst in. Bella Clavers, guns drawn, and they take the kid. They kidnap the kid, mm. and they turn to the dad and they go. If so you, you mean they nap the kid? They nap the kid. Hey! hey, hey, hey. Press the button. <laughs> Don't press the re- red button. Press any other button but the red button. <laughs> so they nap the kid, right? Yeah. And they turn to the dad and they go, now, if you want your kid back, we're just taking him for a day. We're just taking him for a day. And if you want him back, don't call the cops. We're going to get. We're gonna bring him back. We just want him for a day. Mm. Yeah. And the dad's, and the dad's like, like, you should have said that at the start. Yeah. <laughs> so you know you probably could have just knocked on the door. Yeah. And he like, was so weirdly okay with it. Yeah. He's like, oh, yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay. All right. This is what we're doing. Finally, some me time. <laughs> and so then it cuts to uh, Prue and the girls. They're in the attic. And it looks like they're starting to make a potion, right? And they're kind of cleaning up. And they're just having, they're having a nice little girl's day in the mm. attic. And Prue is like cleaning with her powers. Yeah. She's wriggling up her nose and there's drawers closing and teddy bears moving. Cars moving to the left and to the right. <laughs> yeah, there's that mop. She's got the mop going. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, oh, she's got Cinderella a mop. Cinderella style. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's got some spray and wipe happening as well with her mind. She's doing a lot. Yeah, she is doing a lot, actually. Phoebe's just sitting there being annoying. Yep. Um, and so they're going through like um, all of their old stuff, all the kids' toys. And they're like, should we keep them? And Prue's like, throw them all out. I hate children. I'll never have a child. And then they get all to Phoebe's uh, old diaries. And uh, Phoebe's like, oh, that's where I keep my secrets. And they both have a big laugh. It's like, Phoebe can never keep a fucking secret. She can't keep her mouth shut. Mm. Um, and that becomes more important later. Meanwhile, dinner's burning, so the girls run off. So immediately, this was weird because A, no potion ended up getting made. And mm. the scene just left with dinner burning. So we cut back to the kid that's just been kidnapped, right? His name's Max. And he is apparently, they're in a auto shop. And mm. he's tied up and he's he's gagged and he's bound. And uh, they allude to this kid having powers. And what one of the kidnappers say is that uh, it's, it's clear that this Max kid is a friend of this guy's younger brother. And he's he broke into this arcade all by himself. Mm. He's got these powers and he, that's why he's our winning lottery ticket. So, okay, cool. This episode's really jumpy because then it goes back to Prue who's got the Ouija board where they were making the potion and the Ouija board spells out the words help Help Max, Max, which is kind of really unhelpful. Yeah. You put down an address like Mm. anything. Mm. It's like, does you is this is this the same as like texting at the time where there's like limited characters? Yeah, yeah. It's like I can't go over my budget for the day. I'm gonna get fucked up. <laughs> yeah, and so it was just so. Then then the intro thing plays, and then we have the fucking longest ha. This is San Francisco opening shot. Mm. Was it? That because that just fucking went on forever. This one, yeah. yeah. There was one shot I loved in it where they caught a man like getting off the tram, but it just hovered on him too long for a second. I was like, oh, who's this guy we're about to meet? Because he locks eyes with the camera, but then the camera just say, and he looks startled, and then it sails off. And I was like, oh no, that was just a man. Yeah, yeah no, that's a perfect example of what the show is like all the time. <laughs> where it's like, is this going to be something? And then just no, <laughs> no, that's just the star of San Francisco stock footage A twelve. <laughs> His biggest acting credit. Yeah. <laughs> and so then it comes back and Piper has a new chef at work. 
So Piper's on the phone at the house in the morning. Prue is telling them about everything that she found out. Help Max, what do I do? Mm. And Piper's just getting abused on the phone by this new chef called Harry, who threw out all of her kitchen knives because mm. he needs new kitchen knives. This guy's a prick. Prue he just, has, I would like to say, Dane Cook energy. He does have Dane Cook energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cook by name, Pun cook by in- nature. Hey. <laughs> also, this motherfucker was cooked. Yeah. This guy was like uh, one of those chefs from back in the day where it was completely acceptable for a chef to be the biggest cunt yeah. out. Yeah. Can that be real though? Because like they obviously like come to blows at some points and I'm like, yeah, I mean, if you are the manager, fuck off. Like in a way, like I mean, we just watched that. What is it? That uh, that movie, uh, Boiling Point. Bo- oh, I've heard so many good things about oh, this movie. It's so Bro, good. Let's talk about Boiling Point for the rest of this episode because Boiling Point was fantastic. Is that on binge? Yes, I think yes. Awesome. If not buy it wherever it is. Give them all the money because it's yeah. fucking it's phenomenal. It's so good. But the entire time, I'm like, yeah, the manager, stay the fuck out of the kitchen. Yeah. Let the professionals do this shit. So when he threw out the knives, I'm like, yeah, I can't look. I mean, every chef I've met is the biggest cunt. Yeah. Every chef I've met, but I feel like they have the right to when you can make a duck a la ranch or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're the guy. It's well, I had the issue of like, I was like, one, she should not be saying what knives go in the kitchen. That is not yeah. your fucking job. Get out of it. I agree yeah. with that. But then him just putting the knives in the regular trash, I'm like, oh, so stupid. Okay, yeah, that was dumb. <laughs> you're a dumb cunt. This yeah. is not correct. She was right to roast you. To be fair, though, when you looked at those knives, you're like, man, these are these, these might literally just be props. Yeah. yeah, like it's like you haven't even you haven't even bought knives that look like real fucking knives. Oh, even on the SD level of quality of film, I was like, those are blunt knives. Yeah, yeah. those are blunt as fuck. So then uh, Prue decides, right? So they're still back there, and she's like, I've got to go in. I've got to see Harry, this fucking piece of shit, Anthony Bourdain, before he got fun, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and Prue's like, I'm going to go see Andy. I'm going to go see Andy because we all need a bit of T.W. King in our lives. That's his name, by the way. Did you guys know that? T.W. Oh. King. So, so Andy's name. Trigger warning. Why? Yeah. Trigger warning King. Yeah. Trigger warning. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm slow today. Trigger warning King, right? Yes. Do you know Daryl's real name? Dorian Gregory. Oh, come wow. on. Dude, you've gone with Andy and Daryl, right? Mm. Two of the most boring fucking cop names mm. when the main two guys are T.W. King and Dorian Gregory. That's sick. Dude, that's, that's fucking awesome. Those are awesome names. Imagine having the balls in the 70s and the 60s just in America as an African-American mm. to be like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to call you Dorian. Fuck that, bro. Imagine being a white parent being like, my kid's T.W. No, my it's kids, like they my kids up the two, credits. That's what I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> Andy should be Dorian and Daryl should be T.W. King. Because oh. T.W. that stands for that's what's up. <laughs> that's what's up, King. Okay, so then, um, yeah, so Prue is going to go see Andy to tell him mm-hmm. about this help Max sign. And then Phoebe looks into the Book of Shadows. Mm-hmm. Or she doesn't. That fucking goes nowhere. Mm. Anyway, so they go to leave. Piper opens the door. Who's standing at the door? T.W. King. T- well, no, oh, wait, no. No, 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 it's Leo. No, it's Leo. Leo's back. Leo is back. Leo is How fucking back. How long has Leo been gone for? Question. A couple episodes, like four? Yeah, okay. four, five oh, episodes. Okay, that's the longest time. Yeah. So Leo was like the, the, the house maintenance dude, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw one of the, I kind of like also without watching Charmed, I'm like, yeah, it's the guy that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. clearly magical, but. Also, oh, so you got that immediately. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, Even okay, from like nice. the peripheries of Charmed, it's like he, I mean, he's fucking with these witches for so long. Yeah, and he, yeah. Lo- he does look angelic. 
Like he's he the, he's the most handsome of all the male stars in this show. Easily. Yeah, of all the uh, pale white men that look like they could also be surfers in this show, yeah. which is majority of the cast. Yeah, he's the only one that I'm surprised that he's not around anymore. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I've got a feeling, though, that he keeps coming back. I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, look, I have seen part of the Charmed groups that we are a yeah. part of on Facebook. I keep seeing, like, little screenshots of him in, like, season three or four. And so, yeah. So I think he's, he's going to be a big character. I'm going to be honest. On that note, like, the Charmed groups that I'm all in and mm. whatnot, man, I haven't seen any episodes with Paige yet. No. she got big shoes to fill. Yeah. For Prue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't really fucking love Prue that much, though. I don't either, but now, like, the dynamic's so established and then you're just going to sandwich another person in. I'm like, yeah. what is going on here? Is this going to be good? And mm. I'm fucking... And then I haven't seen her in anything else. I don't know. We'll get to it. I'm excited to get to it. Yeah. It really kind of hangs over the whole series because the whole time you're like, well, what if he's not going to be here for Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and maybe that's why they made Prue kind of unlikable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Leo's back, right? And everyone's flustered, and Piper's like, oh, my God. And then Phoebe and Prue are like, oh, my God. And then Phoebe and Prue leave, and then Piper's like, blah, blah, blah. And they just have, like, a nice makeout sesh. Mm. And he's like, I'm back for a little bit. Maybe I'm not. Mm. Such a handsome fuckboy. Mad sexy. Big, kind eyes. Oh, anyway. So then, anyway, yeah, they make out. Prue goes and visits Andy at the station. And uh, she just tells him that she has a dream. Yeah. I, look, as a spiritual girly, I was like, this is even embarrassing for me. Like, I would, to go into it, to bother oh, these yeah. public servants. Yeah. Would just be like, um, so last night I had a dream that it means something. <laughs> you would literally get, like, a mental health order to be like, we need to restrain you for 72 hours. Yes. Not, not if you fuck the cop. Oh, oh, she fucked the car. Yeah, yeah. So oh, she could do it. Oh, she's they like, have a whole history. Yeah. yeah. Oh, They're kind of like an on okay. again, off again sort of thing. And I feel like once you have sucked T.W. King's dick, <laughs> you're allowed to come in. I had the weirdest dream. Can you Google this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then fucking like, he was like, because I, I really liked that scene because, fuck, man, Andy has grown on me so much on an acting level because then he's clearly playing this like she's flirting with him because mm. what other signal are you going to take? Yeah. This girl you have history with that is mm. involved in, like, every crime you ever yeah. investigate is just like, I had a dream about... Yeah, he thinks help. she's going to go, it's like, so what's the name? And she goes, Max. And he's like, oh, okay. He thinks she's going to go, Max Cock. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, oh, we're on. <laughs> <laughs> We're here for this. And she's like, no, I had a dream. Okay, I'm leaving. <laughs> Poor Andy in his giant blue balls. Also, yeah. it has to be the worst cup of all time to be like, this woman is constantly around these crime scenes. I can't figure out what pulls them all together. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. He's slowly getting there. Mm -hmm. It's taken him 14 deaths, but yeah. he's now okay. starting to piece it together that maybe Prue might be involved in some mm -hmm. way. And also, Daryl's been getting kind of mad at Andy as well. Yeah. Because he's like... Have you ever noticed that she's involved in fucking everything? And mm. Andy's like, no, that's, that's not like Prue. I've noticed the top of her head is fucking sick, bro. <laughs> hey. That's what I've noticed, you jealous. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for Daryl to get some. Yeah, well, look, now that they seem to be introducing black characters, maybe he gets a break. Like, I don't, I don't, <laughs> well, maybe he starts dating Max's dad. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. Dude, Daryl can be gay. Daryl can be crazy. Because I'll gay. tell you what, I was like, oh, sweet. This is the second black character in 14 episodes. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's true. That's it. Fuck. They went to Asians before they went to black. They did. That was the 90s. 
Well, if he's going to get some action, they have to introduce a black female character, as is the early 2000s soft racism. They're like, we can't have them. Yeah. We can't you have serious? them together. It's got to be believable. No. Yeah. He, was like, he, was, he brought it up to me. He's like, what if I date Alyssa Milano in an episode? And everyone's just... <laughs> <laughs> let's ask Alyssa. Let's ask Alyssa. Hey, Alyssa, yeah. what do you reckon? Immediately, yeah. whatever it is, gross. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, it was in your clause that anyone of any any person of color can't speak to Alyssa Milano. She's a horrific racist. Yeah, <laughs> she's the worst, man. That's why we fired Prue. She wasn't racist enough. Yeah, her full name is Alyssa Milano. No minorities. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so we cut to the we we finally go to the kitchen, right? Piper's. Uh, we go to Quake. And Piper's new chef is just a genuine asshole. Not only throwing out the knives, but he's throwing out the menus. He's changed the special. Which also, you made a really good point there, Beck. As a new chef, that's kind of your right. Yeah. If yeah. you want to redo everything, you redo everything. Mm. And if the equipment's enough to scratch and you bring your own, fine, fuck it. But then he's just such a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, we're in shorts. That's oh. what I was going to say. Oh, you yeah. haven't brought up the worst thing. The shorts. And not only are oh. they just shorts, they're also like graphic. Like board shorts. Yes. Board shorts. Yeah. Yes. And like what was it? Sneakers and high socks? Yeah. Like it was like yeah. the oh, no, worst. No, no, no. Oh, no. Clogs. Clogs. Oh, was it clogs? Clogs yeah. and socks. Shit, yeah. man. Shit. Which are totally approved workwear for kitchens. They yes. are fine, but still disgusting. Have some shame yeah. about yourself. Like the Gordon Ramsay would never. He yeah. would never. Mm. But the chefs I've worked with, they've all fucking worn shorts. It's a fucking kitchen. It's so hot. Wouldn't that ruin the mystique of Gordon Ramsay if they just like pan out and the whole time he's been wearing like shorts and crops? <laughs> That's how the empire crumbles. Yeah, because I always picture Gordon Ramsay in like a full suit in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. he's never wearing the actual thing. But do you know what would uh, what would add to the mystique is if you panned out and it was just like booty shorts. <laughs> like he's wearing yeah. booty shorts and crocs. You're like, oh, fucking Gordon Ramsay can get it. All of a sudden he's a queer icon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so he's being an asshole, throws out the menu, and then Piper makes the mistake of, like, I'm firing you. And he's like, you can't fire me, you're a manager. Mm. And she's like, oh, fuck. And then what does she do? She freezes him mm. and then throws all of the crab ravioli in the bin, which was mm. his new special, mm. which is only shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah. yeah. Also, like, one serving of it. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's like, he's got more crab ravioli in the yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah, or, like he was going to be like, it's all gone. <laughs> oh, no, I don't know how to make it again. <laughs> oh, no, it's not like I've got five other chefs doing this job the entire day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then she takes the knives out of the bin yeah. and puts them back, which I was like, Terrible that's O-H-N-S. disgusting. Yeah. yeah, that's fucking gross. Doesn't Piper. wash her hands before she Let go of the nope. fucking knives. Who yeah. gives a shit? Yeah, they were clearly cheap, shitty knives. But this guy's a cunt, mm. and that's fine. But Phoebe finds Leo. Okay, so we cut back to the house, right? And Phoebe's just doing what Phoebe does, which is wander around and not have a job. Mm. And then she sees Leo fixing the chandelier. Mm. But Leo is floating in midair. And Phoebe goes, ah, you're a warlock. And he goes, I understand why you would think that, but I have a Mm. much more elaborate backstory, Mm -hmm. which might be one of the worst contextual backstories in Mm -hmm. the series. One of the worst aging names for what he is of all time. (laughs) Oh, yeah. What was he, guys? A white lighter. No. No, a white lighter. A white lighter. He's a white lighter. Although White Angel, I can see how that would be way worse. Yeah. White, yeah. White Angel, funnily enough, ages so much worse. Yeah. White Lighter. T.W. King, uh, uh, King stepped in and was like, 
guys, come on. <laughs> guys. I can see the future and we just can't say White Angel. <laughs> well, let's go with White Lighter. Yeah. White Lighter's a cool name. I actually like that. Yeah. Uh, but I also, uh, this is the thing. Why can't he just be another... Because I'll tell you what I have an issue with. Do you want to know why they called him White Lighter, though? What? Because that was the direction when they were casting Leo. <laughs> they were like, <laughs> why... <laughs> we've already got daryl come on it's 1997 yeah because i was like uh, because i was like oh are they gonna call him like a wizard but i guess like a wizard is silly so even so a male witch is just a white lighter i mean like what's the sexiest title they're like white lighter yeah white lighter is pretty dope okay this is how i fucking i think i i worked it out because there's a similar structure i think in dune because you guys have seen dune yes Mm -hmm. yeah okay so you know how (laughs) paul has to, <laughs> worst God. name for a sci-fi so lead, yeah, Paul, and he's got to go to this sort of weird council to sort of a like test. That's mm. what I figured these guys are. They like exist in sort of the ether, and they're like the Gandalfs of this universe, and mm. so they protect the witches. They tend to do. They tend to get do a pretty fucking shit job though, because yeah. the moment a witch has a kid, the witches die like mm. within the first seven or eight years of having a kid. Mm. So they're like, the moment they have a kid, they're like, oh, we, don't, we don't care about that bitch anymore. Yeah. We don't give a shit. We only care when they can't make babies. Where are you going with this? My point is the fact that that's where I think they exist. They like exist above. Oh, right. Uh, like a higher council. Yeah, like a higher council. Right, okay. Um, And so he explains, and then the whole time he's talking to Phoebe, like the light he was using to replace the chandelier just stays on. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm a white lighter, see? I thought I'd just explain this twice. I also love Carrot Top. (laughs) (laughs) Can I also say, he looks the most comfortable, like, doing magic-y shit. Like, from, like, floating to the chandelier, even, like, coming down on the wires and holding light bulb. I was like, you look comfortable doing this. Whereas every other goddamn magic trick in this is so fucking shoddy and everyone looks so uncomfortable doing it. Yeah. Admittedly, Prue sometimes looks quite constipated when she does her thing. Oh, my God. I'll I'll tell you what I think. exactly what I was thinking. I'll tell you what I think as said, though, is every time she does it, they zoom in on her face, which I don't think helps make it look cool. Mm. No, They didn't zoom in on Leo. They're just like, he's just floating. Yeah, he's just doing his thing. He's just doing his thing. But every yeah. time any of the girls make it, like, do a magic trick, it's all just like. <laughs> and Leo's just, oh, light bulb. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so, yeah, look, this is a really choppy episode because then we go back to Max, the kidnapped boy. Oh, this episode gets zero points for continuity. You know what? Yeah, I'll give you that. I had a lot of fun, but I I wrote all this down and I was like, this is going to be the hardest episode to like make any sense of. Yeah. Because then Max is in the car uh, with the people that kidnapped him. Mm -hmm. And there's clearly one bad dude and one still bad dude, but not as bad. Mm. And they're at the front of a microchip systems building. And they're like, Max, all we need to do is to do that magic trick that you do. We're going to get in. We're not even going to rob anything. We just want to see if this works. And Max is like, all right. And so then Max starts rocking back and forth and closing his eyes, Mm. looking differently abled. And (laughs) (laughs) which he is because, you know, he's got a magic power. True. And then the security system in this uh, microchip plant breaks. Mm. The bad, bad guy, Mickey, walks in, realizes he can get in. Everything's gravy. Comes back out to leave. Who's there but a security guard who just goes, hey. And then Mickey Mickey just shoots him. Yeah. Just point blank. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Not even a, oh, hi, I'm sorry. I'm looking for my mate. Just bang. (laughs) Yeah. Because you haven't done anything wrong. Yeah. the guy didn't see you just go in. No. You know what I mean? You could just be, oh, fuck, sorry. I thought you guys were open. My bad. Bye. Yeah. 
yeah. the security guy was just like, oh, that looks like my mate. Hey. And then the... <laughs> 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 just, just fucking also with that, they didn't even film him falling over. It literally was like, bang. And then it, like half a second later, it cuts back and he's just like on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you guys yeah. couldn't afford a stunt. For this, this wasn't in the in the budget. No, they blew their budget on making Leo float. <laughs> yeah, because there's another shoddy version of that that comes up later, of the oh, just yeah. of just a terrible death. <laughs> and then, so oh, I was just like, oh shit, okay, Max is a witness now to a horrible crime. Stakes are raised, and they speed off. Mm. So yes, Leo is a white knight, a messenger, guardian angels for good witches, um, but he's been sent back to see over this young witch called Max. Mm. And that's when all the pieces start coming together. Heard he's in trouble. I'm here to help Max with his powers. Mm. Just swinging by to get some pooty tang on the way. I just swung by to get some pooty tang. <laughs> but he also swung by to fucking dump her. Yeah. Mm. So Phoebe and Leo bond over this, like, how do I tell Piper this? Because I can't be with her. It's illegal for me. And I'm in love with her. But I shouldn't have fucking done it in the first place. doesn't matter how much of a higher power you are. You think with your dick, you mm. screw yourself. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Leo, man. Um, anyway, so Andy comes to Buckland's auction house. So we're, Prue's at the auction house. She's bought the Ouija board with her. And Prue comes, uh, sorry, Andy comes to Buckland auction house. And he's like, it's funny you said that about your dream. We have some info on a missing boy called Max. Mm. You're arrested. You are yeah. so fucking arrested. Yeah. So he's got the CCTV footage from outside the microchip systems. Uh, in the car, they catch Max. And this boy's been identified as Max XYZ. We need to know how this is involved. Um, and Andy is going to, f- Andy leaves by going, I'm going to figure out your secret. Mm. Like you're not long fucking overdue, mate. Yeah. It's- yeah. And also- like he couldn't just peer over the laptop and be like, I see what you've written there in the biggest letters in the world, by yeah. the way. Unnecessarily yes. Because he goes, what are you writing? And she goes, oh, I'm just doodling. And he's like, no, you're not. What does that say? <laughs> I can see it's words. Because she has the Ouija board and while this conversation is happening, there's another message coming through. Yeah. And the piece of paper says, kidnapped auto shop. Yeah. It's crazy how much of Andy's job is just peering over stuff. Yeah. Just be like, what if I just ask the right questions instead of pretending that I might still be able to get some. Yeah, he's like, no one's just telling me what the crimes are. It's bullshit. <laughs> I didn't get into police work to work. Yeah, you literally have to be honest with me, guys. That's like kind of the whole reason for the law. <laughs> I don't want to get enough of David. Just tell me. <laughs> Daryl's going to be mad. Andy and Daryl should fuck. Oh my god, that that's is where so I'm, that's, hot. That's, I'm sure there's fan fiction about that. There's got to be, right? There's got to be Andy Darrell fan fiction. I didn't realize how much fan fiction was a thing until you guys remember Sherlock, the Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh Sherlock. yeah. And back when that was big in like 2011, 2012, uh, my friend Rach sent me a bunch of Sherlock fanfic that she was reading and getting off to, and it was fucked yeah yeah like sherlock and mycroft and john what? and it was so intense and i'm like this is how do people write this and then i forget that this is just a thing for every television show ever yeah yeah it's like you have regular fan fiction then you have the real dirty shit would there be like wait so you, like they were fucking moriarty and shit like that as yeah. well yeah yeah but this one yeah, the one i remember most is uh, Mycroft and John double teaming Sherlock. Wow. That's his brother. That's insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's fucking yeah. weird. It was really weird. And oh, she sorry, was like, actually, I meant to be all, that's fucking hot as shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love gay things. <laughs> 
Would have Which been one fo- has the softest dick? Do you reckon? <laughs> That's a great Will Gibb question. What are you? Who do you think has the softest dick out of all of them? Watson. Watson. Oh, he's got all that PTSD nah, from the war. Nah, Watson's got a hard dick. Yeah, but you can't yeah. get it up after you've seen the things he's seen. Mm, but when he does, you know what I mean. I feel oh, like yeah, okay. I feel like consistently Sherlock would have the softest. I dick. was gonna say the same because I'm like I don't think he's touched that thing. I think yeah. it's like uh, when you first buy like a quilt and you pull out like, damn, yeah. that's soft. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't been through the wash a billion times. He's got a soft, gentle baby dick. Yeah, <laughs> Watson's has scars on it. It's seen things. Yeah, Watson's is fucked up. Mycroft's would be hard as shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon Mycroft's got that power level dick. He works in the British government. Yeah. yeah. That guy gets hard at a drop of a hat. <laughs> yeah, God gave one the mind palace and the other the hard dick. <laughs> <laughs> we should we should find some charmed fan fiction yep. and read it as a bonus episode because we did do that. We did the one that Will wrote. Mm. Yeah, and, and it, then we never released it. We never released it because it was her it was <laughs> fuck man. It was so funny in pockets, but disgusting. Disgusting. Yeah. One if you, day when there's enough money on the Patreon. Basically. Oh, yeah. Whatever you're picturing that Will would write, what he thinks sex is. I don't is, want to. Yeah. I, I don't, <laughs> don't want to age myself by five years right yeah. now. Yeah. There was like multiple times where we had to stop and be like, bro, Dude. what the fuck? You know I, we can't release this. I've never had to ever use the expression or even close to the phrase... I don't want to read about fucking amputated limbs anymore. Yeah. It got so intense. There was a fun part where we started speaking to animals. That was a nice little oh, sweet part. This, this, it, it wasn't that it was all bad. It was so inconsistent. It was so yeah. funny and then like snuffy and weird yeah. and awful. But fuck. No, that's a Patreon when there's more money on the table. 100%. Okay, so where were we? All right. So Prue uh, reads uh, uh, the Ouija board kidnapped auto shop, and then she goes to Quake, tells Piper, uh, but Piper can't fucking stay for long because Harry, the new chef, is being an absolute cunt. Mm. So he, she's having to run in, and every time it's like, i got to sort this guy out. Mm. But we've already established she can't, she can't do anything. can't do anything. Yeah. You're just getting yourself angry. So Prue takes it upon herself to go and visit Max's dad, right? She finds the address. I don't, I don't actually know how. That's never explained. But There's a lot in this Max story that is not explained of how... Pro- do, by the yeah. way, do these witches drive? Phoebe doesn't. Yeah, fuck, great question. Because I'm like, how is she getting... Because also San Francisco is like not the most convenient place to get around. We like, get it. You've been to America. Okay, Jeez, look at she's that. She's traveled. She's a global gal. Because like the traffic in San Francisco just wouldn't allow that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys know it's hilly? So hilly. <laughs> <laughs> Just no, the, I actually yeah, don't like, know. That's a good part, question. Is she getting taxis around? Like They might be. I know that they can drive. I've seen them drive. Yeah. But I don't know if they, any of them have cars. Mm. Yeah. Actually, no, I just lied to you. Phoebe does drive. She drives in that episode where they save the witch from the dude that burns, uh, has the third eye in his head. I think that's episode three or four. Oh, yeah, right. So, yeah, but I don't think any of them have cars. Okay. Stupid. Annoying. They drive when <laughs> that, it's convenient to the story. You know, that is annoying, actually, now, because I never even fucking thought about that. Hmm. <laughs> Also, because I don't know about you, but nothing uh, puts me off someone when they're like, yeah, I can't drive. They're like 30 and they're like, I don't know how to drive. I'll tell you what's funny. You have ironically stumbled across a very Will Gibb thing. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I back. We all agree completely. It's like what you just find for the rest of your life being that cunt, especially for comedians. Like after you can be like, can I actually get a ride? Yeah. I think it's most the most consistent thing for comedians because you're already used to being a social burden. (laughs) 
You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, so what's just another fucking thing? You yeah. can't be a burden on the rest of the burdens. Yeah. It, it just doubles down. We take it too personally. Yeah, because it's like, it's so annoying, especially if someone's like, uh, it's like in Brisbane where it's like, can I go to a trip to the Gold Coast? It's like, I guess you're not doing 10 tonight, bro. Yeah. It's like, take the train. Mm. Yeah. Particularly with a trip like that, it's an hour, it's 120 Ks. With someone you don't know driving in yeah. silence. Cough the fuck up, you owe me petrol money. Yeah. Mm. That's it. My only caveat to that is like, you if you can't drive, you I don't care whether I'm dropping you down the road. Yeah. Mm. I'm taking some cash off here. But it's, stu- yeah, it's fucking it's disgusting. Learn to drive. It's not even that hard. Yeah. Because I had a friend who was like, oh, like we grew up really poor. So like we couldn't afford it. And then she was telling me it's like that their house had like two bathrooms. And I was like, yeah. I don't yeah. know about that. Yeah. And there were two bathroom, two car household. Yeah. Oh, how did you get from one bathroom to the other bathroom? <laughs> yeah. And the other consistent thing, instead of like petrol money, it would be like, do you just want some of my cigarettes? And I'll be like, this isn't prison, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to end up one day for a parasite, <laughs> you fucking Ay, ay, ay. Okay, so uh, Prue visits Max's dad. Mm. And then he's like, please go away. He's going to be back in a day. Just go away. I don't want to talk to you or the cops. And she goes, I'm not the cops. She goes, I'm, I'm leaving. And then she uses her powers to move a photo frame up into the air. Yeah. Mm. And he goes, oh, please come in. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> You're like my son. And it's revealed that he knows and his wife, Max's mom, is dead and she mm. was a witch. And he's really mad that they never... You know, she never told him and he only found out afterwards mm. and he's sort of been resenting Max for it and he's he, he doesn't know how to be a father to a witch. And mm. I actually thought the scene was quite nice. Yeah. I thought this was kind of sweet. Yeah. This is a struggling dad. Prue's trying to help. Yeah, it, it was funny to me. I was saying about it was funny to me that uh, she started, be, he was like, I'm, the dad was like, I'm just so mad my wife never told me the secret. And then Prue goes, well, you know what? Maybe she felt that she, you wouldn't want her anymore. Maybe she felt that. Oh, yeah. you, maybe she felt that you were gonna leave her, and and he goes and he goes. Uh, what is he goes? Oh, you speaking from experience? And she goes, yeah. And I was just like, hey, your son's still kidnapped. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Also, Can we way, get to that? Whatever you've been through, not the same as this guy. Yeah, it's like his son has just been taken by two men. Might kill him. How about we leave Detective Trudeau out of one scene? Yeah, just one scene. It's such like drunk girl in the bathroom tra- chat because you'd be like, man, out there, this guy, like, you know, he put his hand on my skirt and I don't know whether to talk to security. I'm really scared. And she's like, babe, I know. My boyfriend won't text me. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, this is not about you. Yeah, it's just that uh, I'm speaking from experience. Mm. Yeah. You should have just got off and turned all the lights off and just be like, I'm sorry, are we projecting? Fucking. Press the button. Um, but then eventually she's like, I want to be able to help. I want to be able to help Matt. I want to be helping. Can't do one episode without just fucking fucking up a sentence. That's all right. So are you trying to say I wanted to help out? Oh, don't do this. Yes. No, 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 no. This is what we do now. No, no, no. Because he does this off the record as well. Oh, he does this to you too. Yes. He goes, I'm sorry. What did you say? No, say it again. What was that? Is that what you were trying to say? And you're like, fuck. I just, I just, I've learned to wait in silence. I don't like when Will Gibb isn't here. (laughs) (laughs) He always backs me up. I'm calling Will. (laughs) 
Oh, hey man, can't talk right now. Uh, I'm I'm busy playing PlayStation, <laughs> swimming in boba tea balls, getting paid thirty thousand dollars at a water park. Yeah, if anyone wants Will's address, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> I got his bank account details as well. Um, okay, so she goes, I'll help out your son. I'm gonna go find him, right? So Phoebe and Leo, we cut back to Quake. Phoebe and Leo are having uh, lunch at Quake. And uh, Leo is going through his cover story with Phoebe. What do I tell Piper? Mm-hmm. And Phoebe is essentially just being like, don't say that, don't say that. Because mm. Leo turns around and he's like, okay, I love you, but I, I need to go somewhere else now. And she's like, that sounds like you're married. Yeah. Engaged, mm. don't. And it was very fun. And but this is, okay, so this is the tiniest thing, but there was two things that bugged me so much about this episode. Mm. One of them, it comes a little later, but this first one is that Leo fills up uh, Phoebe's glass with water, right? Yeah. With magic. She drinks the water. The ice stays in the bottom of the glass. Yeah. Do you guys notice that? No. Yeah, because it's prop ice. Yeah, dude, it fucking drove me nuts though. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even fuck it. Yeah, yeah right. it makes it weird. Like, you, it pulls you out of it because like, what is it not right? Something just doesn't feel right about this and you're trying to figure it out for ages. It's so yeah. annoying. And Bro. that's then competing with the fact that the graphics have aged and the acting's bad. Yeah. And I'm like, the ice, all you had to do was put real fucking ice in the glass. That's yeah. wild because I, for when he filled up the water, I, in my head literally went like, whoa. Because <laughs> the CGI is usually so bad in this that I was like, that was a good one. <laughs> no, I was just, I was shitty because I'm like, well, if the glass was also cold, that would explain it. I got so sidetracked with this. Okay. This is what happens when I don't drink. Drink. <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple of clean days. It, like, I'm just, this fucking annoys me. So, uh, no, that's fine. Can't, overthinking this stupid <laughs> ice problem. What was the second thing that bothered? Or we'll, do you want to we'll, wait? We'll get to it. All right, okay. It's some aggressive nerd shit. Okay, all right. I have a big gripe with this scene because yeah. this is her sister who is about to get her heart broken. And she's jovially just being like, oh, you know, like like really not taking it seriously or seems concerned that it's about to destroy her sister's world. Yeah. Mm. And she's going to have to lie to her for a very long period of time about mm. what has happened. And she's having the time of her life just giving Leo fucking dating advice. Well, yeah. you might know this or you might not know this. The first couple of episodes was a whole thing between sort of Piper and Phoebe oh. vying for Leo's attention. Yeah, that's right. So sh- there is sort of like an air about Phoebe when it comes to Leo. Oh, that's so... Yeah. Ew. Okay, yeah. that makes sense, but that's nasty. Yeah, they they kind of competed for him for a second. Yeah. Oh. And, and she's won. He literally has like said multiple times, he's like, I'm in love with her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, what bothered me though as well is like his whole thing is like, I shouldn't have told any of you. Like, please don't tell. And it's like... You've already told one. Fucking just tell just Piper. Tell yeah. Just tell them all. You've told the one that you don't love. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, just to fucking tell... Who gives a fuck? Yeah. If you're going to be fine because you told Phoebe, if the council isn't going to get mad at you, tell all three. Yeah. yeah. And you've clearly gotten away with it up until this point. Mm. Yeah. So it's like... Just and it also would have bugged me that like Phoebe can't keep a secret, but she can keep this particular the, secret. It's like, what do white lighters do? Well... In short, we're plot devices. Yeah. <laughs> just say it. Most of the show is sold by just say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have the power of subtext. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes. And so, obviously, what happens? Piper comes out. There's like a miscommunication. Phoebe thinks that Leo told her in the brief period that Phoebe went to the bathroom. But Leo caved. He was just yeah. like, I need to tell you something. I have missed you. Mm. I love you so much. I want to make this as painful as possible. Let's yeah. do all this shit out. 
But also, don't dump a girl at the place where she works in the middle of a shift. Yes. Yeah. While you're having lunch with her sister. While she's also in the middle of an altercation with a massive asshole. Yeah. Mm. So much magic, no clout whatsoever. Yeah. Are all the white lighters autistic? What the fuck <laughs> is going on? <laughs> All right, so they find out our uh, the dad figures out where the auto shop is because, as we've established, it's Max's friend's brother that yeah. found him. So they know the auto shop, MJ's auto shop, yeah. at, at Michael <laughs> Jackson's <laughs> auto shop. Oh, there's a kid tied up there. Get out of here! <laughs> they were trying to tell us. They were trying to tell us this whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, fucking Prue rocks up, finds him tied up, mm. goes, Max, it's, I'm, I'm a friend of your dad's or whatever. I'm here to get you out. And then Mickey and the, the two bad guys come in. Prue wiggles her nose. They go flying into a stack of tires. Both right after the other in the exact same way, which made me laugh out loud. Oh, so yeah. Funny. Like one guy's like, hey, what are you doing? Gets knocked mm. back into the tires. And the other guy's like, what? Hey, what the fuck? And then gets knocked back into the tires again. <laughs> but then she did such a shitty job because three seconds later, they're up and they knock Prue unconscious. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's like nothing. Yeah. And so... Prue has no peripheral vision, apparently. None at all. No peripheral vision. Also, not strong enough to really knock him out. Yeah, it's like, what is this power for anyway? Yeah. Oh, and also she uses it twice and then all of a sudden seems to forget for the next... 20 minutes that yeah. she has the ability to wear. Let's a man get, sorry to skip ahead, shot in front of her. And it's like, you, what is wrong with There's you? There's so yeah. many things you could do. I feel like after the amount of bodies that are responsible, like, because like people have died on Phoebe and Prue and Piper's watch. I, if I if I had Prue's power, I'd just start throwing knives into people. I'd be like, not worth it anymore. Yeah, You're out. Yeah, there's a spare set at Quake now. <laughs> just take the knives. She's like, one second. <laughs> so then they wake up and now... Um, Fucking Max and Prue are tied up in the auto shop. Also, if you have a kid tied up in an auto shop, why are you leaving all the doors open? Yeah. yeah. She just walks straight in. He's just on like the auto shop floor. Mm. Just being some dude coming up being like, how much do I owe you for the tires? Oh, I don't see that every day. Anyway, <laughs> I thought you did uh, the fourth one free. What the fuck? Also, only hands bound. Like, if yeah. this kid has superpowers and can control things that he can't see. Yeah. With his mind, and he's just like, well, I could get up and run, but I don't know how I would stop them. It's like, whoa, how uh, <laughs> yeah. do you think, Max? <laughs> Fucking dweeb. Have Dummy. You, have you thought about using, I don't know, the whole premise for this episode, Max? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> so then, but what I really, this is where it got kind of dark and I kind of liked it. Mm. Was because then as like an insurance policy, Mickey, the bad, bad guy, yeah. has strapped a bomb to Max. Mm. Which is hilarious. Arguably well before his time. Suicide so, Vest, 1997? So, over, so overkill, though. Like, mm. to really be like, how am I going to fucking deal with a child? <laughs> like, mm. I know. <laughs> a suicide? No, that's crazy. Why don't I take two days out of my schedule yeah. to, to build to a wiki vest? how how to use a suicide <laughs> vest. Also, build it for a child? Yeah. Like, that's so... That's... It's, that's hard. Yeah. And adults easy. You just slide it over the top and you tighten it. But you, with kids, they're tiny and you've got to be really good at making a suicide vest. <laughs> this also, is not the first time he's done this. He's like, yeah, I had to buy it on Etsy. It's, like, yeah. it's very specific. <laughs> so even like Prue was like, why didn't you put it on me? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good the point. Adult. She's you, annoying. Yeah, you need him. That's the whole thing. Why are you keeping him around? Yeah. yeah. And she's the one that's going to hit you with the powers more likely. Yeah. Mm. She's the one that's going to send you in the tires. Yeah. Yes. And so they're like, don't do anything. I've got the buzzer. If you think anything, I'm going to fucking blow Max up. This is me. 
Correct. There goes the yes. switch. There goes the switch. Okay, what now? There goes the switch. Shoom, and you're dead. Mm. Problem solved. Do the thing again. Knock them into the, I don't know, maybe a car this time. Yeah. yeah. But no, they sit there, and I think the reason that didn't happen was because Prue needed to give Max an inspirational chat about yeah. his powers. Yeah, she was like, no, I'm not going to do it now because I need to figure out I want to be a mom with you. So Yeah. Yeah. I'm oh, by the way, because I missed the little, like, Prue at the start wanting to be a mum chat because I was getting snacks. And now at the end, so just at the end of this episode, when she's like, I think I want to be a mum now. I'm like, why? Yeah. yeah. What? Have you seen yeah. the awful things that can happen? Yeah. Yeah, that was not a clear journey at all. Fuck no. no. Also, this is one thing I've noticed about Prue. Prue has two faces. She has mad, well, three. She has mad, she has neutral, and she has sex eyes. Yeah. And she was just like, maternally, to me, I was like, what are you, what are you doing with the sex eyes? Yeah, yeah. Like, she wanted to fuck Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking I was being weird, but I'm like, you're giving me right. mad Because of- there was that sweet, sensitive moment between her and Max. Yeah. And she's explained to him why he shouldn't be scared, why he should be proud that he's a witch, mm. even though he's a man. In MJ's auto shop. Even, Even though, though he's, he's a, a man. man. How are you a witch when you're a man, brother? Yeah. Hey, what the fuck, that dude? That doesn't work like that, man. Hey, man, are you gay? <laughs> you're a man. I bet you. I'd see. Okay, I was watching that kid. I reckon if we found that actor and we looked him up, I reckon he's gay. Yeah, well, I got I mean, mad gay vibes. We, we, know, what he's, we right know what he's doing now. right now. He's living in Newcastle. His name's Rowan Thamba. <laughs> Notorious gay comedian <laughs> Rowan Thamba. Are you happily married, man? Are you? Or are uh, you hiding from yourself? But yeah, it was just like this weird thing where it's like, uh, yeah, you, you know, you, it's okay to be a, a witch, right? And she gives him these eyes, and they get so close that me and Beck were both like, "Are they gonna kiss?" Yeah, yeah it was. It was close to be like, you know what witches do? They they give each other massages. It's <laughs> <laughs> part of our culture. Dude, this guy is in pretty much... What the fuck? Okay, so he's made a guest appearance on 7th Heaven, uh, a movie called uh, Cop and a Half. Was he the half? Not even, no. He's just uh, t- accredited as... He was as body number two. <laughs> actor. Um, low. And then as well, uh, Last Chance Detectives. Whoa. I thought you were going to say Last Chance You. As in like uh, that um, American football documentary about these kids oh. trying to make it big. And I was like, fuck, That's man, massive. he got out of acting and he fucking turned it around. He realized maybe things went bad and he mm. could be playing. I don't know. He might, not be, he might be playing college mm. uh, gridiron. That's fucking sick. No, just another random. I hope he's happy. Whatever he's doing. Like, he doesn't have a lot of credits past 1999. So I don't know. Look, if things went well for David Netta, but... um. I'm going to look up on Instagram and find out. Hey, man, yeah. Dave, if you're out here, hit us up, brother. All right, well, you do that. Let's move on. Okay. Um, so, yes, that's uh, that happens. Okay, so Leo and Piper are having that chat. Mm. And because we're back here, but we've kind of covered this. And the chef is being a cunt. Daryl and Andy, meanwhile, at the detective mm. shop. What do you mm-hmm. call it? Um, police station. Police station. <laughs> the, de- <laughs> the detective, the detective shop. shop. So they're at the cop shop. So they're at the cop shop. And Daryl, meanwhile, first appearance of the episode, has been doing some real fucking detective work and has pulled security footage from the microchip systems plan. Mm. And that's where they found um, 
that's where they're tracking Mickey yes. and Mickey's a known con man mm. and they've just seen him kill someone and he's a microchip system yeah. so they've gone this guy's up in his game we reckon he's back to Robin Banks but he might be going for a big big score mm-hmm. we know where he's going to be hiding out let's fucking go for it Leo is trying to find Prue telepathically they're back at the house he can't do it and then him and Phoebe have another little conversation. I can't do it. I can't do it. Suddenly Piper walks in because her job means nothing to her. Yeah. So she's mm-hmm. back at home. You know what? The more we talk about this episode, the more I'm starting to change my tone. That's on what it. I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, It's yeah. like a fine episode. Yeah. I'll tell you what I liked about this episode is that they didn't lean on demons. That's one nice thing is that they were like, what about just fucked humans? And that yeah. was kind of cool to see how they dealt with that. And they didn't, you can't just rhyme humans away. Yeah. With correct. spells. So that was kind of interesting. That was like the saving grace for me. Outside of that, meh. Yeah. Meh episode. Yeah, I think this was a bit meh, actually. And so, um, essentially, Piper sits down on the couch and he goes, I have to talk to you about something. Piper freezes time. He goes, Phoebe, I know you're not in the kitchen. And she comes back in. And is How like, do you freeze a white lighter, by the way? That was my thing. I was like, aren't they the protectors? Like, aren't oh, they yeah. the angels? Like, how you, do, you can't freeze your sisters. How is this guy frozen? It's a good point. Maybe he was just being polite. He was like... Oh, oh shit. Okay. Maybe he's being po- he's being polite this whole time. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> if I keep doing this, I might still get some. <laughs> and then Piper's like, is he about to break up with me? And Phoebe's like, sort of, hear him out. Mm. So he does, and he sort of ham fists it, but it's actually quite nice. And Piper is super chill. Mm. But he- I, I, th- I honestly thought she looked hurt. Yeah, no, there was definitely hurt there. Yeah. I was like, nah, that's, she's not okay with this shit. Yeah, but like at the end of the day, she was like, I like you a lot, but you are, what was the phrase? Geographically undesirable. undesirable. Yeah. Which is more brutal than this is inconvenient. It's still like, you're geographically undesirable. Yeah. Which I totally get. I she had a lawyer look yeah. over that. Yeah. I was dating guy in Bondi and I was like, this is <laughs> Dude, seven Ks, can't yeah. do it. Yeah. Oh my God. 30, 36 minutes and two tolls. No, thank no. you. Nah, not worth it. Um, so, yeah, so then Leo just leaves immediately. Mm. I'm like, okay, cool, mm. that's done. Now, cut forward, oh, like five hours yeah. or whatever. Uh, they're about to rob the bank. So you've got Max, you've got Prue, you've got Mickey and the other dude. And they're getting ready to load them into a van and, and Mickey's waving like, be careful, got to behave, otherwise I'm going to blow you up. Mm-hmm. And before I do that, I'm going to put you in a van where we're all together. So if I do, we'll all die, but let's not talk about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then out of nowhere, Max's dad just shows up. Stupid move. Yeah. Very stupid move. Real silly. Here's the um. Here's the whole summary of Max's dad's argument. Come on. Basically, yeah. my son. Come on. Because he goes, "I'll give you anything. Just please give him my son back." It's like I don't think you can offer him anything, anything better than a bank heist. Yeah. yeah. Like he, he's about, he's about to net millions of dollars. Yeah. And he's like, do you want some baseball cards? Like, <laughs> they're still mint condition, bro. Like, I was just like, stupid. How about you can get yourself my, and your son killed. How about instead of my son, I've got these pictures of my son. <laughs> Take him with you. Look, she can make him float. Yeah. <laughs> and then Prue's like, I'll have those pictures of your son, please. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Oh my goodness, disgusting. <clears throat> what would have been a great plot point is if the dad ratted out Prue and was like, she can basically do the same thing as him. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Shit. take that witch. I love replacing the word bitch with witches <laughs> this whole episode. And I'll just take my son and we'll go live happily ever after. That would have been sneaky. Yeah. I can't lie. Yeah. yeah. That would have been good writing. He had so many options and he went for the, I would like to die now, please. Yeah. yeah. 
So essentially, that's kind of what happens. They're loading up the van. They're like, get in the van. Mickey stays behind, shoots Max's dad square in the chest. Yeah. Cold. Mm. Ice cold. It doesn't only get that cold in Charmed episodes. And I was Mm. like, fuck, okay. Mm. This is my second grievance. (laughs) And this is where, like, you realize how much, how close I was to being an incel growing up. (laughs) I took uh, huge issues with the type of guns they were using. No, I was getting annoyed because you don't put a silencer on a gun and then it makes no noise. It doesn't work like that at all. It still made noise. It still went... But you'd be able to hear it from across the street. They're so fucking loud. The silencer? Yeah. What's the point of even having a silencer then? Uh, Muzzle flash is a big one. So it's good on a visual level. It masks muzzle flash. Okay. The so act- if it's dark, you can't see it? Put it this way. Yeah, pretty much. But then it doesn't silence. Yeah. No, but it does, but in a very, very, very limited capacity. So with a silencer, you'd be able to hear it from across the street. Without a silencer, you'd be able to hear it from like three streets across. Do you know what I mean? It's still loud as shit. It's a fucking explosion going off in a tiny metal chamber. Right. Right. But that bothered you. That bothered me. Also, they were using assault rifle magazine clips for a submachine gun. But it doesn't matter. But the point is this. The point is this. I had no girlfriends up until I was 19. Um, but yes. Okay. So they're about to rob the bank. They shoot his dad. They drive off to go to the bank. Mm. They get into the bank. Max does his rocking back and forth. He does his Rain Man shit. And then they everything explodes and they walk through, right? And mm. then they open the vault. And Max is opening all the vault. And I know this is really corny, but I really loved how they solved this. Because mm-hmm. they had a moment where Prue was like, Max, do your powers. Do your, do your powers. Yeah. And she points at the suicide the robbers. What? What are you saying <laughs> to him? Stop talking. Anyway, we're just going to turn our backs again. <laughs> <laughs> Final warning. Stop it, guys. Uh, and so like he, he does his power and he uh, short circuits the device on his suicide vest. It smokes up. It sets the alarm off. Mm. All the security guards, there's like three of them and none of them are by the fucking vault. Yeah. Yeah. They were just in, they were just in the fucking control tower sucking each other off. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were doing what I imagine pilots do on long haul flights. <laughs> just like, well, we got 14 hours. What do you want to do? I have ketamine and I'm horny. And I got one of these dicks that you keep hearing about. <laughs> so... They do that. The alarm goes off. They come down. The robbers draw their guns. Prue wiggles her nose, sends the uh, security guards flying so the bullets don't hit. And then finally, she sends the device. The device stops working. She sends them into the vault, closes the vault door. They run out before the cops can come. Mm. And now Max's dad, we cut back to the auto shop, is lying on the floor, half dead. And then this beautiful white light appears. And uh, Leo comes down. Oh, not before he says the worst name of all time for a dead wife. He goes, Paulette. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> that made me miss her less. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just, oh, that's a terrible name. She should have died way earlier. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And her parents should have too for that decision. <laughs> and so she heals him. And he's like, it's not time to be with your wife. It's time to be with your son. And then. That's beautiful. It's bro. very beautiful, man. That's fucking beautiful. That makes right you think, there, doesn't it? Yeah, man, shit's important. We've all got our time. Not right now, though. Not now. Right now? I've got to be with that man's son. (laughs) (laughs) I can't die now. And then Prue and Max, they come back. He heals him, by the way. He heals him. He he fucking just... Sorry, did I miss that? Yeah, yeah, no. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) He he heals him and leaves the bullet inside him. 
Doesn't take the bullet out. Oh, that's just goes, yeah. good just point. Goes, and he's like, that'll just be a problem later now. <laughs> so he's just like Black Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah, 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 100%. <laughs> he's roadie now. Yeah. Hey, I hope you like lead poisoning. All right, catch you. <laughs> and then there's that really sweet moment where the dad's like, I love you. I'm sorry for resenting you and you're the best. And mm. thank you, Prue. And then they disappear. Yeah. Um, and no, no, he goes. We're gonna go some. We're gonna go somewhere, and we'd like you to come with us. Yeah, which I was like, bro, you gonna? F- she doesn't need to be there. Yeah, mm. yeah. So, uh, w- uh, was that immediately afterwards, or no? That was actually immediately afterwards. Where, yeah, I forgot where they go to Paulette's grave. Yeah, to lay some roses while while Prue just watches. Mm. Yeah, them lay much. roses. Yeah, that was a weird scene. That didn't need to be there. So people think about dates as being the worst third wheel. <laughs> it's so not it's going to a gravesite. yeah I was just like and also I had an issue with the roses well there were tulips for one. Oh, what oh. yeah which is the flower of death oh for real Shit. like symbolically it's a real weird call yeah and they looked ugly yeah mm. yeah they looked dead and yeah. they also just like chucked them on the grass like they yeah. were like gently placed I was like yeah we got a new woman now bye <laughs> <laughs> we found a new mom <laughs> peace Take this that. is the last one of these you're getting <laughs> Also, another witch with a P name. What does it mean? Oh. <gasps> Paulette Proof Phoebe Piper. Yeah. Ooh. I wonder if there's Paige. Like a, yeah, Paige. Ooh. I wonder if there's like, uh, like a wicker significance to the letter P. Yeah. That's a good point. Pretty sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess the PP is the kiss of death for all of the witches. If they take too many, have a baby. Oh, oh shit. It's all connected. <laughs> <laughs> Not a real reach whatsoever. <laughs> I'm gonna look this up, but later. Anyway, so we're, we're and then uh what's a face he drives back. Mm. Wait. Oh, that's by the way, it's real quick. I just realized I wanted to mention something. That's an example. Prue drives the van. Right? Prue drives the van back to the the she dad that's dies. dying. Right, she drives. But, but also, no mention of like, what the fuck happened with the keys? Like, that was another weird... Yeah. Mo- that that took me out of it a little bit. I was like, how'd you get the keys? Also, as far as these crimes that Prue keeps racking up, there's a difference between like getting out of the scene and then immediately tampering yeah. with evidence. Yeah. yeah. Like taking the van back to... Your fingerprints are going to be fucking everywhere. Yeah. And there's security cameras. Yeah, It's true. a bank. Yeah. You're going to be seen fleeing the fucking... I mean, maybe episode 15 is where it finally clicks. <laughs> finally, we get an Andy King. episode. <laughs> Just like, I don't, was this pre-9-11? Was oh, Charles yeah. pre-9-11? Yeah. Okay, then that makes a lot of sense. I wonder if also, a, not pre-fingerprints and security footage. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... Just because she was... Because the kid was like, shouldn't we wait for the police? And she was like, oh, fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I feel like he's right. That's my ex. That would be really embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine cops pre-9-11 were just like, I don't care. Oh, he's dead. Yeah, they probably did it. Let's keep going and have a party. And so then the back of the house, and essentially this ends really, really quickly because you summarized it before back. Like Prue's like, I guess I want to be a mum. Don't throw out the toys. And then Piper's like, Henry got fired. And then Phoebe's like, uh, Leo's a white lighter and he had to leave to go back to his people and both of them like you're so full of shit yeah that's right yeah and it comes back to this weird thing that keeps happening where they are just very selective with what they believe yeah because yeah. it was it happened last episode as well with Prue and I can't remember the specifics of it but Prue is just like none of this exists and none of this is real 
What was the episode 13 where she does that? Oh, yeah, the Friday the 13th thing. Oh, there's a demon that comes down and kills witches oh, on Friday the 13th. Yes. And she's like, no, there isn't. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, can I say it? These, uh, which is quite dumb. Like, I... It, yeah. Honestly, yeah. the people who are in charge of picking witches were probably like, we should have waited around. We should have waited to see how these ones yeah. turned out yeah. before we gave them the powers. I just put that down to the 90s. Being yeah. like, all right, fine. We'll have three female protagonists, but they've got to have their tits out all the time and they've yeah. got to yeah. be stupid. And they're dumb as fuck. They're so <laughs> dumb. Okay? This is still television. <laughs> and that's the end. That's kind of just how the episode and ends. And, yeah, and then it just credits and that's it. I think that was the more we talked about it, the more I'm like, this was an average episode. Yeah, like I, I told you, it wasn't good from the yeah. start. Well, no, it's like because we we have started to like get weird. What's it, what's that thing where you start to fall in love with your kidnapper? Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm syndrome. We have gotten weird Stockholm syndrome with Charmed, where it's like because we know that we can't just watch another show, so we've got, <laughs> yeah we've gone like this was pretty good. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like you start treating it like a POW prisoner, like being uh, like the slop was better today than it was yesterday. <laughs> you know what I mean? We've, yeah, we've started doing that with and just like that because we're doing it on our Patreon. Yeah. And like the first few episodes, you're like, I want to rip my face off. This is so painful to watch. But by six, you're like. No, I kind of can understand where everyone's coming from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can I ask a question about just and just like that? Yeah. Just a little mini cross promotion for mm. uh, Ladies Guns to Do Cinema. Um, what's but very sincerely, how do they explain the missing Sex and the City girl? Oh, they're basically like this is how I would describe it, not how they would. Uh, we were all massive bitches to her and fucked her over and did nothing but slut shame her for thirty years. So she moved to London and we don't know why she didn't speak to us. That's Miranda, right? Uh, no, that's Samantha. Samantha, I'm sorry, the older one who's aggressively sex positive and always horny. The one yeah, with the red yeah, hair? That's, no, no, no. That's Samantha. And so she's out of it. Yeah, she. I feel. Yeah, they. Also, the real reason is because there was so much like hatred between casts offset that they refused to work together again. Oh shit! Really? Yeah, like even trying to get the Sex in the City movies together was really hard because like there was all these like contract disputes oh, and fuck. like. Yeah, Holy a shit. whole lot of bullshit. It should not have been made. No, it did nothing about it. I don't. I don't think anything after the original series should have been made. To be perfectly honest, yeah. Because every time I watch a Sex in the City episode, mm. which I haven't for a little while, I'm like, this is pretty good. Yeah, this is pretty good. Yeah, it's funny. It's kind of weird. Oh, it's such a sweet time capsule to me. Like, oh yeah, this were like these were all the issues that were important now, and it's really cool to see how they've portrayed it. And now how they're doing, it, it's like, bro, you can't. Can't just catapult this like very iconic '90s series into 2020. Yeah, and try and address every single. They're like uh, non-binary characters and queer culture and yeah. sexism and racism. You're and, going yeah. through menopause. Be mad. Yeah. <laughs> Be angry at the change. You don't yeah. get it. Yeah, it would have been funnier if she did like a female Alex Jones type thing. Like if it was like J.K. Rowling now, you oh, know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. Where if it was like this is what happens. Carrie, yeah, she's getting outed as a turf. Because <laughs> <laughs> that would be like, okay, this is fascinating. Because like we, uh, we talked about this a little bit where I was like, who's watching this for the idea of like the Sex and the City lady has a podcast now? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and they clearly also have never listened to a podcast or anyone that was involved in writing this because they're mm. in like a like commercial radio studio. Mm. There's three people who are not friends, by the way, 
They've got this apparently crazy successful podcast where they've got no chemistry between them. (laughs) And then just behind the glass wall, like four producers and like a social media manager. Like, oh, yeah, the classic podcast setup. Yeah, yeah. I was like, no. It's definitely not just three people in a study at one of those people's houses. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like 90% of other podcasts. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, it's very annoying. Um, well, should we rate this episode and then skedaddle? Yeah, all right. Sounds good. What's our rating system for this week? Um, how about uh, how, how many? many? No, oh, you go. No, you go. I was gonna say crab raviolis. Oh, that's fun. I'd quite like that. I was gonna go with knives. How about we? How many angry, shitty chefs out of 10? Oh, okay. That's fun. All right. Rebecca, as the I best. I would give it 5.5. I didn't hate it. I mm. didn't love it. Time surely passed mm. as I viewed this episode. <laughs> uh, but it just got me a edge because I'm honored to be here, guys. Okay. All right. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. I'm, I'm going to give it, I think, like four angry chefs out of 10. All right. I, I thought it was uh, an average episode. I fall in and love, like in and out of love with the show. Yeah. Every like I say, every time we watch it, I think on the, so far the rate we're going at, every two is good. Yeah. I, I, yes. Yeah. No, that's a really good marker. Every two is killer. Mm. But I'm I am gonna give it six angry chefs out of ten. Oh. Because a lot like last episode, the bad guys give it an extra point for me. So it had been even split. When I come in here, I was like, that was a 7 out of 10. Mm. The more we talked about it, I was like, actually, no, this episode fucked me off. And honorable credit to the bad guys, because they were actually good actors. They were, like, relatively good yeah. actors. Mm. In terms of the villains that we've gotten so far, they were all right. Yeah. Even the angry chef, he was pretty believable as yeah. a shit cunt. They're getting better. Yeah. Yeah, they're starting to realize that they need better supporting casts. Yeah. Um, so that, uh, I think that's it. Beck, is there anything that you want to um, mention, plug? Uh, well, I've already said it so many times. You the can do it again. Side to Dude Cinema is where you can find me. Um, Instagrams? And Instagram is at Beck Loves Food. It has nothing to do with food. I need to change it, but that's where you can find me. <laughs> and that's it. All right, Sam, anything? Not really. We're all going to be at the Clavelli Hotel on Tuesday. Oh yeah. Today oh, yeah. podcast comes out. That's right. Yep. I will be doing my infamous chicken bit. If you want to yeah. if you want to see Sam's chicken bit come through. <laughs> um and uh, okay, well then that's everything. All right. Magic. Thanks gang. Love you. <laughs>